Meanwhile, at the Seneca Treehouse, Jean Grey and Cyclops are getting ready for bed after a fight over what to do with the brood. <sighs> oh, you don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you think you're sleeping in the bed tonight? Uh, yes, I sleep in this bed every night. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, this bed is reserved for people that don't want to do genocide. Sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. I thought this bed was reserved for people who don't want to let horror everywhere happen everywhere in the universe. Yeah, that's not going to fly with me, bitch, okay? I don't know if you remember this, but when I had the memories from the Phoenix, I actually oh, did commit a genocide. So you don't know what okay. it's like to commit a oh, genocide. And oh, now you were just did so you, limitly saying Did you, you kill a planet of people when you were the Phoenix? Yes. We didn't know that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, and now, oh, you think I talk too much about it? Oh, my God. How about we talk about Maddie? And your brother, oh, and how you're an orphan some more, you little fucker. You are not oh. sleeping next to me. I am telling you right now, you're not, we're no dick for at least a week. The only person who is allowed to call me bitch and fucker is Emma. In fact, maybe I should oh. go see Emma tonight. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Wolvie is just down the way. Um, oh, yeah, is he's, he? He usually sleeps here, but he hasn't because you've been snoring too loud. That's why he's Oh, have here. I? Yeah, so maybe I'm just going to go to the couch and ride his adamantium boner until the couch Have fun. Home. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Lord knows I love to do it too. Oh, yeah, my pussy's all wet right now waiting for Wolverine. You see that? You see how wet it is? You, oh, yeah. It? Oh, it's so... Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, God, you smell really mm. good. Oh, oh I God. love it when you yell at me. Oh, oh call oh, me bitch again. Oh, you fucking little bitch. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, excuse uh, me, it's Brew. Um, should I thought we were talking about the... Should I leave? Oh, get the get fuck out. out of here. Well, genocide you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 257 of Comic Book Queers <clears throat> colon, <clears throat> Legacy. Hi, this is Brett, and with me, as always, is our lifeguard, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hey, no walk, no running. I was about to say no walking. No running. Toot! <laughs> I have a um a bottle of hand sanitizer called Lifeguard on my desk, and I looked right at it when I said that. Oh, it's funny. I actually was just invited. A friend was like, "Oh, I, 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 I I'm in this country club, and we want you to come." What? The pools opened up. And I was like, what? oh, this sounds fun. I was like, isn't it too cold? And she's like, no, it's heated. I'm like, oh, a heated pool? This sounds great. She's like, I mean, it is. It's going to be a ton of kids and there's no lifeguards, but all the parents are getting drunk. And I'm like, this sounds like uh, a lawsuit. No. <laughs> Absolutely. It sounds like you're going to be responsible know, for saving was, yeah, some kids' like, life. Somehow I'm good. The gay guy is going to be blamed for, their, for a drowning. <laughs> exactly. At country clubs, that's why they invite gay men uh, yeah. over to blame them for accidental murders. Yeah, forget it. Uh, but wouldn't you like to go to a country club? La di da. I know, right? I'm scared of country clubs because my first, um, where I realized what a country club was was in the episode of the Golden Girls. Right, when they wouldn't let Dorothy's friend there because she's she was, Jewish. She was Jewish. Yes, and that's when um, and that's when Dorothy's like, "Let me put it another way. Why don't you go to hell?" And I was like, "That's oh, right." Oh my god, and she's, Dorothy. She said to her friend, "Why would you even want to go to a club like that?" And she was like, oh, it's just, she's like, because it has really good food. It's not, I don't believe that, but it has good food. And you're like, oh, oh shit. 
anyway, we actually belong to a swimming club. Um, oh, that's not the same thing. Well, it is because. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it yes. did turn out at one point, my sister, whose friend was black. Um, yes. We brought her in as guest and it was like, Stop. They, everybody was like really problematic and everyone was giving Stop. stares. And that is when we also put two and two together that like, oh, there are no black people in this club. And uh, we were like, oh, oh, and they basically had like a weird test, like a like a, a swimming test. And for some reason, all the people of color just never passed it. So it was like their way of like, are you around. serious? And so then when we were like, oh, this is a racist club that we belong to. We were like, we're not going anymore. And so we quit out of like, you know, this is fucked up, you know, because we're good people. But then we went to the Y and so we joined the YMCA and then the uh-huh. YMCA was so dirty and disgusting and gross. But we were like, but you know what? But we have our pride and dignity. Granted, we're, mean, we're swimming in urine, but we yeah. have our dignity. And that it's is, either and everybody unclean... remembered swimming in urine is worth not being racist. That's what I want everybody to take away from Unclean this. floors and unclean water versus unclean souls and minds. I'll take the former any day. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Dorothy's Bornack showed up at your swim club and she was like, let me put it this way. <laughs> Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> I know. Uh, why don't we talk about some hot topics? You want to do that? Yeah. Why don't we hit the music? Yeah. Okay. We got some hot. We got some hot topics. Yeah. I think the hot topic happened the next day after we recorded. Was that the Marvels trailer? The Marvels trailer. Oh my god! It hit us like a like a power stone. Yes. What did you think? It looks cute. It looks fun. I thought it looked fun. This whole it's got a slapstick element to it. Yeah. Which I feel like is a comedy that Marvel can definitely pull off. Slapstick in the middle of action. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, just like bot. They're just basically body swapping. They're body swapping. Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and Ms. Marvel. Every time they use their powers, they wind up body swapping. Meaning not their mind is jumping into another body, meaning they are, they switch locations. Yeah. Which is going to prove to be hilarious. Yeah. And then, um, what's his name? Park Suan, who's playing um, Yes, Marvel he's Boy. Prince Na. He's not Marvel Boy. Oh, oh okay. He looks... He, he looks, looks good. It's Prince Na. It's not good. Marvel Boy. I mean, granted, yeah. I've seen many a K drama with this actor and Tom. Yeah. He's six foot three, so he's taller than me. He's six oh. three, and he has a body to die for, and he's a really good oh, actor. Oh, he'll take it off. And he's really fucking sexy. I can, can like let's just do I also just want to just throw I, we'll talk about this later. I'm gonna bring up this shortly. I'm only like two episodes in because Joe is so lazy and uh, Joe demands to watch the episodes with me. We have to watch them together. But I hate it. Like, Worst part of being in a relationship. But then, he, but then I'm like, let's watch. He's like, oh no, no, I'm busy doing this. I'm like, ugh. But a show called Beef. Oh, I cannot wait to watch Beef. Ali Wong's husband, and um, what's his name? What's uh, Stephen Young? Stephen Young's brother are two of the hottest people I've ever yeah? met in my life. 
Okay. And they're sexy and hot. And the brother is like stupid. You know how I am with a stupid, hot, muscly guy? With a himbo? Oh, yeah. He's like, and he's always topless and just working out. I'm like, what? And I'm oh, like, I cannot oh, wait. Oh, my God. But I'm literally like, can we just like, how about we just have the brother and the husband fall in love and have some sex scenes with them, please? Ah! Anyway, oh, really you're hot. so used to those other shows. Yeah, they're really hot. Yes, yes. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there is some massive Asian hotness going on in the world of television and movies right now. And we yes, need to there is. Rejoice. Um, yes, we do. Anyway, but we'll talk more about that show. I want to do bring it up as something fun. We'll talk about that later. What other hot top? Is there anything else interesting that happened? Well, in the one thing. That- one thing I want to say is it's really nice to see Sam Jackson like all over the MCU again. Yeah, you know, he's like really Nick show Fury, up with, uh, Secret Invasion. Invasion. It's his vehicle. Yes, it's a Nick Fury vehicle, and I'm not talking about Lola. Yeah, it is also uh, weird then, that the the, the trailers Marvels. for that and the trailers for the new Fast and the Furious movie came out, also starring Brie Larson. So that was weird. yes, seeing she's all over the place. The, yeah, she's everywhere. Is she villainous in these fast I movies? I hope so. I hope so too. I bet she would have more fun. Remember when she was in a little show with Tony Collette called United States of, of Catherine? T- of Tara? Yes. Catherine. I fucking loved that show. That was the first time I ever saw her in anything. She's great. First time I saw her in anything was in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yes. That's right. I did rewatch yeah. that. And um, I just realized back then we really just did not bat an eye to an adult dating a 17-year-old. No, we sure did not. And now when it happens, you're just like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Why, I mean, granted, they were like, I didn't even kiss her. I'm like, yeah, good. Good. Uh, we'll call the police. Yes. God. Um, in other comic book news, so Fall of X is coming. We've had more new titles drop uh we've seen previews of new titles we have an alpha flight book coming back with the very classic alpha flight lineup uh but we also have a book called the uncanny spider-man uncanny spider-man and it's a spider-man with pointy ears a devilish tail and two toad on his feet and two fingies on his hands. It is written by Cy Spurrier, the guy that writes Legion of X and Nightcrawlers. Of course, I'm talking about the fact that Kurt Wagner is going to dress up as a Spider-Man. What do we think? Why? Why, Why is this happening? Why not? But I am I, all about I'm it. Like, I need, I'm like, they. this better be a really good explanation because... Not just, I can understand like Spider-Man. I mean, Nightcrawler, yes, he crawls on walls. I can see him being a Spider-Man. We just had a Spider-Nightcrawler in The Sins of Sinister. So I, I see the connection. But this the Nightcrawler that was being turned into a beast and is a priest and starting a new religion and starting the spark, where do we go from there to becoming Spider-Man? That's the thing where I'm like, how is this? I'm not saying it can't. I'm not saying it can't be justified, but I'm like, how, where are we going to make the jump of this character development to that? Well, we don't know what's going to happen on Krakoa at the Hellfire Gala to kick off the fall of X. Mm-hmm. Also, I wonder if like he might retain memories from 
Sins of Sinister, where he 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 knows about that Peter Parker Nightcrawler, and that like sparks an idea. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, Nightcrawler. I can see, according to the character that we've had, and like I can see him always being like, okay, what kind of light does this dark hour need? You know, that's that's kind of been the question he's always asking in these books that he's been in. So I can see him deciding that you know his community and the world needs. A superhero, and he'll take on that role. The spark manifests as heroism this time. Mm. Can we talk about the characters that are going to be in Alpha Flight? Sure. Um, it looks like we have in the front. We got good old Snowboard Snowbird. We Snowbird have Guardian. Now Guardian, he wasn't can, he a jackoff? But he died. And Heather became Guardian, but right. I don't, he came back. But I don't. Think We've he seen came, him. I don't think he came back in Resurrection. I feel like he came back before that, just like through comic book bullshit. But I feel like yeah, I can't remember how he died. I will say I really loved him dying in the Alpha. Did you ever read the Alpha Flight Run? Didn't like he die in his own suit, like the suit. Exploded, it exploded or something. Exploded, and so she had to take yeah. it over. But just having the leader of the group in like episode twenty fucking die, it was it was a really smart written book until they made. And then they even had North Star come out. But then they had him become a fairy who adopted a baby with AIDS, and I'll never forgive them for that. Right. Um, but James Hudson, he he's been in books recently, and he was traitorous. Like he was on Krakoa, and he was canoodling with Orcus. Yes. So I'm interested because we do not see Heather Hudson. So we don't see Heather Hudson. We do see James Hudson. We see Puck. Puck is always going to be there. Gotta love Puck. And we, we have Sh- um, Shaman. We have Shaman. We have Snowbird. What about Shaman's um, daughter, Talisman? Talisman, his daughter. I always loved her. I loved her. Um, but I don't see her. But in the back, we see North Star in silhouette. We see North Star, Aurora, Fang, Who's fucking Aurora, Dakin. But then we have Nemesis. Now, wasn't Nemesis a bad guy on Alpha Flight? Yeah. What what is he doing there? I don't know. I don't really know his full history, but well, it always looked cool. I will say, as someone who's always loved Alpha Flight, I think though the Alpha Flight um X-Men Loki. Um, you you've read that one. That that like uh Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, it a totally. bunch of annuals? It might have been of or is it specials? I think it was it like Asgardian, like the Asgardian. Oh, the Asgardian Wars. Well, yeah, it was part of the Asgardian Wars. There was a New Mutants one. There was an X Men one, and then they also had this one. It was when it was still Madeline Pryor, and yeah. that is a great book because it's Alpha Flight and the X Men, and then Loki basically grants. We don't know it's Loki, but he grants the wishes, and he makes all of the humans get powers, so everybody's now equal. Equal. But the problem is, is that the people, the humans, once they get powers, they lose all creativity and they're no longer to create anymore. Loki. So then it's like, oh, but the mutants now do have an advantage and then we're going to be hated for that. It was a very smart, very, very smart. Chris Claremont. He was so great. Anyway, I'm excited for that. Nightcrawler, the the uncanny um, Spider-Man, I am, I really need to get a read because uh, I am right now, you have me on the like, picture my face when I say this. Mm. Yeah, I can picture your face. This is where I'm at with that. So you really need to give me a good explanation but I will, for me to get I, on One board. thing I will say is I talked many months ago about the fact that it looked like 
Nightcrawler was being integrated into the MU proper. Like you saw Nightcrawler hanging around non X Men Marvel characters more and more. Oh yeah, he went to She Hawk and in Damage Control. So I, I'm not I'm not surprised by this. Like I, this to me is the culmination of Nightcrawler being more fully integrated into the the broader Marvel universe, and I love it. Yes, yes, I think it'll be. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope it'll be. Well, then there's also Children of the Vault. That's another title we've seen. I'm. Did you see the cover that they presented? Yeah, a little what? The drawing is. Not, the drawing is really not it's good. Not good. Yeah, like that cover is. It's 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 bad. This is what I'm gonna say about Fall of X. Hold me, I'm scared. Yeah. Like this, because this, this drawing, I'm like, we're back to like, like late, late, not like mid nineties X-Men bad drawing after Jim Lee left. Yeah. I mean, this is like Igor Cordy during Mark Morrison's. Run. Yeah. Well, I'm scared. What is your biggest fear? That it's going to be bad <laughs> directionless, that there's not going to be Krakoa with such glue. Yeah. Krakoa was what these books were about. And if something should happen and Krakoa is taken out of the equation, what are these books about? Okay, here I'm going to throw out to you, and I'm going to give away my hand because if people know me, they're going to know what I'm going to say. What do you think was the best reboot of a location of like, this is the, of the re- rebooting of the status quo of the X-Men? Who do you think maybe did it the best? And I'm going to have a very surprising answer. Um, I would say, uh, uh, I would say, uh, well, the golden blue is up there. As um, good? The, uh, the, no, the Jim Lee. Oh, oh, the original. I thought you meant when yeah, they yeah. did the newest golden blue yeah. X-Men. No, God, no. no God, okay, it was garbage. Yeah. But, um, but for I mean, me, but okay, Outback that's era. where I was going to say, but here, but if you look at that from Outback era to golden blue, which is kind of point A to point B, they had that whole moment of them splitting up and then Freedom Force kind of came over to take over for a hot bit and then became and then it went to Genosha and yeah. then it went to the Golden Blue. They had this really great storyline of separating Wolverine and Psylocke and Jubilee, separating Dazzler, Rogue and, and, and Magneto were together ever together. They really yeah. had this kind of playing the long game of building up to this new status quo. And I think nowadays they're like, nope, we're just going to like do it all in like two months with a bunch of books and then it's all new. <coughs> and so I think it's harder to, to have it feel like a seamless flow of it. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I also don't we'll care see. about the children of the vault. I never have. I don't give a shit about them. I think they're stupid. I think they're lame. Yeah, me too. I never really had an emotional connection to them. And I was surprised when Hickman brought them back. Because, And here's my other thing. is like the vault technically is, it's not a limitless thing. You have Omega level mutants. You could easily put a sphere like... Like Magneto could have could have put like a sphere around the entire vault, lifted it up and thrown it in the sun. 
Yeah, of course. Like sometimes I do. That's the problem. That's very Scott Summers of you. When you're dealing with Omega level, you're like, how about we do something Omega level? And then you'll see the Omega level mutant be like, all right, I'm going to punch you. And you're like, you're Omega level. Why are you punching? And then they get tripped and fall over and they're like, ugh. And then you're like, you're an Omega level mutant. Just blow up the world. I don't know. I'm just. Just do something imaginative. Yeah. I know. All right. We need to move on. To the X-Men. To talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, shit. Speaking of X-Men, RuPaul, both are talking about, both were talking about gays and tights and capes. That's right. Um, so we have a winner. We win a darling. Um, Sasha Colby. Miss Sasha Colby. The first out trans winner of a regular US season. Uh- Exactly, and it was—it's the right time. It's also the first Miss Continental winner who is also yes Brown, and I will say, watching the show, watching the finale itself was a huge disappointment for me, and I found out later why, because it was just so imbalanced from all of the beginning numbers to the final lip sync. No one came. It was Sasha, Sasha, like, Sasha. Even remotely close. Oh, but it was almost like they Sasha. didn't even try. That's, like, but, but really... did you hear what happened? Did you know what happened? No. The finale is usually supposed to be three to four hours long. It was eight hours because in the middle of the performance, um, Anitra's dancer, where Anitra was planning a whole bunch of like Taekwondo kicks or some shit. Yeah. Um, the dancer popped his knee on stage and fell over in agony and they had to stop the entire oh, no. show and they, everybody had to re-rehearse without that dancer. And then oh, Anitra had that's to come why. back and she was completely frazzled from that person popping their knee. Oh my God. I knew it. To help her do a stunt. I knew something and happened. Think, Holy shit. And I think that totally, I think it just totally knocked her off her game, knocked her off her game for the rest of the episode. Holy shit. Yeah. So unfortunately, and I think it's like, I just feel really bad because it ended up making it just not much of a show. Right. Because it was like, oh, a cute little Nietzsche number, a it's, cute little right. Lux number, like, a n- cute but little l- mistress number. Not a finale number. number. And then, and but then, and I was like, these numbers are just very kind of like, la da da. And I think it's because they were all like redoing the whole choreography in 10 minutes. Oh, let's go backstage and redo the whole Because that dancer is in, in everyone's numbers. It's one of those. And I think dancers no, from live. Yeah, right? And I think none of them. But when it came to Sasha Colby, who's like, girl, I've had I've had dancers OD, you know, in she in, could still do in yeah, 2004, exactly. I had two dancers OD and I had the story like for right. her. She's the show like, must go on. Whatever. It just didn't phase her at all. Not at and all. And she fucking nailed it out of the park. And so by the time it got to the even the final lip sync, it was like, I mean, she's just it was like Sasha Velour, where you're like, yeah, it's just no contest. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. That's unreal. So are you telling me the audience sat there for eight hours? Yes. And everybody's complaining. Holy fuck. And yeah. And I think I had friends in the audience. They keep they kept cutting to them. I was like, what? You should go talk to my friends from Chicago. I think the other thing is that because they switched from VH1 to MTV. Yeah. Um. VH1 had been doing it for years. So they kind of yeah, had they it down to a it science. It was chill. a whole new crew doing yeah. a lot of the staging for the MT. And I think they were just a little more green. 
Green. And so a lot of things probably took a bit longer because they were like, what's happening? Oh, God. And I'll tell you this. This is all just from me reading up on things. I, yeah. I, I have not yet. Con- I work at RuPaul's Drag Race and I have not actually contacted anyone that was actually there to get what the real tea was. This is all well, just as soon the, as you do the tea from the this is just the tea I've been reading on Twitter from the audience members. Oh, shit. Oh, poor Anitra. Oh, my God. Whatever. She's she's globally famous now. Anitra will be fine. And this just means you have to remember, yeah, you don't get two hundred thousand dollars, but you also get to come back for an all stars. Well, I guess if you're a winner, you can come back for all stars winner now. But that well, that's much. Yeah, more. she will. That's going to be a much longer time before there's another watch her be. Watch her be on the next All Stars, Anitra, and she'll win. Well, that's the thing they re- they they don't take a lot of the top two and threes, which I always find strange. Like, because oh, that's yeah. the thing. If you think about All Stars, where's Crystal Method? Where's Gigi right. Good? Where I want to see Anitra. I want to see um uh Lady Camden. Like, uh, where, yes. I want to see these people in an All Stars. The number twos. Get some Diabetti. Get them going on. Yeah. Um, speaking of scary drag queens, you want to talk about the X Men? Hear the music. I was reading X Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. We only got two X Men books this week. Yeah, we did. But one of them was from The Sins of Sinister, and the yes. other one was X Men itself. Yes. Which one should we talk about first? Let's talk about the Sins of Sinister one, because I have a rant saved up for X-Men number 21. But first, Storm in the Brotherhood number three. So I was like, why is this called Storm in the Brotherhood when Storm has been dead for 900 years? Uh Uh-oh, they found a new five. They created a new five. Where there's some bird mutant that could lay an egg. I kind (laughs) of like like what are those things from the Dark Crystal? Yeah, I kind of liked how like this was the new versions of the five. Oh, they're grotesque. Um, and they were able to resurrect Storm. However, they're like, but we don't have a Cerebro or any of her backups, so it's just yeah. This be, isn't Storm Storm. It's just going to be blank slate Storm. But apparently, they but are able to load up English and how to you're right and how to she's be potty delight. trained and stuff like that. So she's a delight. And new clone Storm yeah, is yeah. You would have her over for tea any day, and it would Which be fun. Which is also weird, because in Captain Marvel, Binary has separated as a new being from Captain Marvel. And yeah. it's also very similar. Of like, what? I'm just like, I'm what? a shell of a human What is being. this? What Ooh, what are flowers? Anyway, um, they bring back Storm, because, you know... Uh, so we're 1,000 years in the future yeah, now. Yeah, Juggernaut, Red Crystal of Sidorak... Emma Frost. Emma Frost. She's a coming. She's like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. She's coming to destroy what's left of the Brotherhood and, and the World um, Farm. Yeah, and I, but I, I assume that what's the guy with the horns? What's his name? Iron Fire. Iron Fire. Is he protecting? Is where they are? Where the Moiras are? Are the Moiras there? Yes. So he's yes. protecting them. And so I'm wondering, does Emma know that the Moiras are there too? or is it, I don't if, think so. Because I'm like, if you get her to just blow everybody up, then problem solved. You're all going to, yeah, and you're going to start over. Um, I don't think so. I mean, that certainly wasn't Emma's motivation. Like Emma just wanted to, you know, conquer what was left of the rebels. 
Yeah. And boy, does she ever with these crazy chimera. And then she's got like a megazoid version of herself. That's kind of like a sentinel, like Nimrod almost. Yeah. With a big whip. I mean, we do love to see a big dominatrix Emma Frost in giant robot form. And then Storm. Wait, is it Storm that destroys her? Storm destroys Emma. But yes. is, she, is she dead? Or is just I her think big... Emma's dead. But then, but then can't she be resurrected still? Not by these five. No, but does but do, don't the X-Men, like Xavier and them, they still have oh, access they still have to all the original their, yeah. resurrection. I guess. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Curious. Everything, it's everything, it's such a distant future. Yeah. Who knows what's what. But yeah, she dead and then Storm dies um, because she didn't know to shield herself from the radiation. Because she has no experience, because she's a new baby clone suit storm. And then um, basically Korra die. They all die. Yeah, everybody's and, dead. So we're like, okay. And then Sinister assassinates Ironfire. And so now Sinister is just chilling with the Moiras. I know. Blow up the Moiras. What are you waiting for? Let's do it. I think he's about to. Well, we've next we have Nightcrawlers number three. So that means Mother Righteous is going to come. She'll it's show gonna up. be the final battle between Sinister and Mother Righteous, and then that will be resolved, which will lead to Dominion. And I have a feeling yeah. Dominion, I have a feeling the Moiras are going to be reset in the next issue. But somehow, I have a feeling that somehow Mother Righteous, I feel like characters are going to be, I feel like somehow um, we still haven't seen Rasputin. Because um, now I'm wondering, was yeah. it, is it Emma Frost or maybe it was Mother Righteous that went to Rasputin being like, hey, do you want to kill Sinister? Yeah, Because it was exactly. like, hey, darling. That could have been Hello, Mother darling. Righteous. Could be. Um, but I'm wondering if Sinister and Mother Righteous will make a deal where it's like, I want to be able to remember too when, when everything's reset. I don't know. Because I feel like it's going to be reset Magic. at the end of the next issue. And Dominion will probably pick up like, all right, here's the new status quo. Back in the present oh. of the X-Men. Oh, I think the opposite. I think this is still going to be in the far-flung future. It's just going to be the, the the reset moment. You know, Dominions, when you do get kind of uploaded and subsumed into the phalanx, I believe in Powers of Ten, they said Dominions exist outside of time and space. Mm-hmm. So there's always that. Maybe they achieve Dominion, but then uh, who knows? Or maybe Mother Righteous gets it and he doesn't. But she's a ghost, right? I was confused about that, but I guess you're right. If it is called Sins of Sinister Dominion, then maybe the Dominion aspect has to happen in that issue. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and then who knows? We'll see. And then something terrible will happen at the Hellfire Gala, and then we'll have a bunch of these, I'll call them unstable titles. All right, just real quick. How do you think the Maras are going to get reset? Um, I think, uh, fatal nervous breakdown by one of the Moiras. In She's the tubes? Like, I've, been in here, I've been in here so long. Ah, I'm choking on my own tongue. Ah, no, that's gross. I um, think a guard is going to be like, oh, my oops. phone ran out. I'm going to, I need to, I need another plug. And he's going to unplug their life support to charge his phone. <laughs> And My then phone the charger. Die. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's talk let's talk about, about the X Men. X Men back back in normal times. Okay, things I hate. Brood. I don't care. 
things I love, Jean Grey and Cyclops being on the opposite end of a goal of what to do about the brood. Here right. for it. So living clearly, for it. Uh, love it. Clearly, we are setting Scott Summers up. I think that is him with those glass. The, the the character with the back, the character with the glasses in the background of that X Force cover. I do think we are setting up Scott Summers to be the head of the new X Force. Yes, with this whole like we got to kill him proactively. I know. Then it's like, oh Jesus Christ! Like, we, but you can't get is, rid of Beast and then put crazy Cyclops in. But it is such. This is my rant. We have done such good work with Cyclops lately. And Ever since the back. whole bring him back radical, yeah. you're going to bring him right back to that, which he would. He had chill. He saw things differently. He was just a more open, imaginative, relaxed person. And now we're going to do away with all of that because his dad almost died. Like, uh, I hate it. Yeah, I, I, th- what, we still don't know officially what's going to happen with that, but I think it's stupid. Um, but at least I think Jean Grey is the reasonable one. She's right. I mean, well, Jean I, Grey I is like, hey, her, of course. if you can get them under control and they'll be fine, then yeah. But if they're not, the ones that are not going to go with you, we're going to murder all of them because, granted, they are just a species that seriously only want to go and kill other planetary systems. Yeah. But still, I mean, just the idea of just being like, okay, we're going to wipe this species out. I don't know. Yeah, it's a very dangerous thing because it's kind of like saying, oh, I hate wasps. Let's kill all the wasps. Mm-hmm. But let's try. And it's this like, wasp stung it's my called dad. the butterfly effect. We don't know these. They, they, the brood might be awful, but it also might be. Um, you don't know how it affects yeah. the whole ecosystem of the galaxy. Right. But right. here's the other thing I will say is bishops, because we now have the girls, Magic and Psylocke are like on one side and Bishop and Cyclops are on the other. And Bishop's idea is fascinating to me. This is where I'm like, when people are using the world of Krakoa and pushing in, it where he, yes, imaginative ways, Bishop wants to resurrect the Scarlet Witch, but not put any mem like kind of like that like just not put any memory in it have her be an empty shell have one of the psychics like emma or something take the body over and just do no more brood snap the fingers now i will say this we do need to revisit the idea that the scarlet witch that is in there the dna of the scarlet witch did not have those powers those were extra chaos magic powers that were eventually given to her and then zapped out. I don't think that's part of her mutant DNA. Sure. But also, isn't that exactly what Beast did with Wolverine? Exactly. So we're, we're in dangerous territory here. Though well, the problem yeah. was, is it still was, they're just saying literally don't put any brain at all in Emma. I mean, in, in Wanda. Where Wolverine, it was like, no, we brought him back. And he's like, oh, before he fully finishes cooking, hand him over to me. Ugh, it's the same thing. But it's all terrible. It's all terrible. I think also terrible was kind of this issue. I don't know. It felt really rushed. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just, again, Cyclops' turn, like, I understand you have Corsair almost dying. And that's kind of the, the reason for Cyclops' pivot. But... 
it's just it's such a hard left from where this character has been the past few years yeah and then the whole thing with like forge and monet like wh- i don't give a is fuck. that just so it was all it's just, just so like so the x-men can use nowhere there's a nowhere by jupiter that now all the brood can live in i don't care yeah I mean, they're going to be used for something, right? Like, is this what's going to happen at Fall of X? Like, someone's going to dump the brood on them? Or Cyclops is going to go behind Jean's back and explode it and kill everybody. Oh, shit. And then that's going to, like, Jean Grey is going to be like, we're over. And we then, are over for a then, few years. And then he's going to go with Emma. And I and Emma's going to probably, I think here's the thing of the idea of the children, of like him killing Brew, who was like technically like, I guess she was never really one of his students because he was in Wolverine and the x In Wolverine, yeah. But still, I'm curious of whether Emma will be on his side. I don't think Emma, especially being part of Genosha, Emma's not really big on genocide either. No, 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 So it's going to be interesting where she's like, well, he's single now and I want to fuck him. But he did- He's is doing a genocide. Don't He's too little too genocide. Don't you hate it when you're waiting for your the person you're in love with is married to someone else, and when they finally break up with someone, they commit mass genocide. I mean, it happens and you're like, every, oh, should it I? Happens every day. It's just should like, I still make my move? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the brood is also over. The brood queen empress is over in Captain Marvel number forty eight, where she's fighting brood. With Psylocke and Rogue and Gamby and Polaris and well, this, it's not going great. This will be interesting though because in the new X Men world, that means Cyclops will probably be taken off as Captain and be put on X Force, and that means this new X Men that has Shadowcat on it will not have Cyclops and just Jean Grey. That's awesome. Interesting. That is interesting. What is with all these new releases with Fall of X? Where is Storm and Araco in all of this? Is that just going to be more of? Do you think they'll be mostly showing up with um, the Apocalypse? The, yeah, the I think so. One? I think yeah, I think the Apocalypse one will very much be the like the Storm book for sure. Um, do we think that Cyclops is showing up in the next Captain Marvel? I because he got like, in his he got in the Blackbird and was like, yeah. I, it felt like he was headed to Captain. They were Marvel. all heading there to kind of help. So I think, and I yeah. think that's going to be another thing where he's that's another thing where he's going to probably do something kind of devastating that will also piss off Jean Grey. Doesn't it feel like they decided that this was going to be a Captain Marvel X Men crossover halfway through? Yeah, like. Like midway through, they were like, "Oh wait, you're doing the brood. I'm doing the brood. Should we, should we make it one story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do we, what do we do? Have them show up in a plane at the end. Okay. And we do go back to the idea of Rogue and Gambit and Psylocke. Um, we're already there, and Polaris and Polaris were helping Captain Marvel already. Um, kill the fuck out of all of them. And I read that book, and basically it was like. Uh-oh, the mother brood, like the the queen mother has like taken the essence of Captain Marvel and they're trying to wake her up. And then Binary is like wake woken up and then she's like, oh no, she can't be dead. And then Psylocke gets stabbed and she's the one connecting everybody. And in the end, Binary like kind of sacrifices or I guess the queen just kills her and then she goes in to help free The queen her. kills her. Captain but then Marvel. her spirit freeze. Yeah, yeah, so I guess does that mean binary's just gone now? Which I is think fine. she's dead. I'm fine with that. She who cares? Maybe she'll be like a little voice that lives in Carol's head. And Carol can see her and no one else can. Yeah. 
That'd be fun. Yeah, because if it's not Carol Danvers, I don't care about binary. I mean, I love binary Carol Danvers because she that was the Carol Danvers that was like, those X-Men Carol Danvers. She's like, well, if if you're going to have her be an X-Men, then I guess I'm not going to be an X-Men. And you know what? I'm glad. Do you remember those lines when she like flies uh, away? Yes. <laughs> oh, Chris Claremont writing. Ah, uh, what a bitch. Um, It's enough Marvel talk, I feel like. Yeah. Ew! Ew, I feel like we should talk about a DC television show. Hit the music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. I was watching this again and then I did. And then Joe was like, he was first because I was like, it is. I've decided people were asking like, who's your number one celebrity if you could just have sex with? And and it's for me, it's just Nightwing. And I know people are like, what? From that oh, small yes. show, The Titans? And I'm like, he he is the perfect amount of sexy, but not too perfect looking. But also I know he's bi in real life, so I feel like I would have a chance. Yeah. And he has the perfect body, but not so perfect that it's like off-putting and weird. He's but he just knows like, how to fill out a polo. They are putting him in some polos this season. Exactly. He just looked so good. He's so fucking hot. He's on the top of my list. What's his name? What's that actor's name? Brendan Thwaites. Brendan Thwaites. And he's Australian. Ah. Uh, and he's a musician. You should see his Insta. Get it. Oh, I should. I need to follow him on Insta. I he, definitely there's so many him. videos of him shirtless with long ass hair playing an acoustic guitar. Oh, well, that's kind of gross. That's kind of a, that actually puts him down a few pegs. All right. Whenever someone, I just, have you ever just been at a party, like at a frat party or when you're in college and someone's like, and someone's doing someone that shit? Someone just pulls out a guitar and I'm like, bleh. <laughs> Do you got, hey, does anyone uh, know this uh, little band called the Dave Matthews Band? I'm like, ew, I hate I'm it. Going Nothing to, worse. I'm going to bring a gun. Nothing <laughs> worse than a white man with an acoustic guitar. Nothing worse. Musically, nothing worse. Oh, my God. Did I tell you, back in the day, here's people who just go to these dispensaries and get weed whenever you want. When you when weed was illegal and you had to like find a dealer or back find someone day. that had it, you had to put up with crazy dealers. And I remember I had this one dealer who you had to hang out with him and pretend you were Oh, friends. God. Oh, my God. Same. And you had to smoke your weed with him. He's yes. like, oh, here's the weed. You want to roll a joint? And then he'd yeah. smoke all like, of I the joint. Like, I just want to get out of here. And then, he'd be, and then this one guy. And then I had to pretend that I liked the Dave Matthews band. Oh, my God. Well, I'm like, can I just fucking leave so I can go home and listen to Bjork and fuck my boyfriend? Ugh. God. Anyway, Titans. Titans. It is back. It's back. This is the final season. This is the second half of the final season. Here we go. This is it. And this show is pissing me off. This show is it it feels like it took a downturn in quality. Well, I'm sure they I'm sure they cut the budget, but for me mostly, they've been hemming and hawing over Starfire and Nightwing's relationship. They fucked in season one and then never fucked again. And they were always like the mom and dad. And they've always been like, we have this dream world where we're married and we have a kid. They're always like, yeah, we kind of love each other, but nothing ever happens. And then they get sucked into this world where they kind of forget who they are. And they're in like a world where they're married. 
And yeah. at the end of it, when it all kind of goes back to normal, he's just like, she's like listening to him talk about how he loves her was the thing that brought her back to remembering who she was. And then I'm like, and then they look at each other and I'm like, kiss. And then they didn't kiss. And then other people came up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how long are you going to wait till the last episode for them to kiss? Yes. I, oh, yes. Give me a They'll give us the payoff break. at the end. No, if she doesn't die. Now. Her, she's prophesied she's, to die. She's prophesied to kill herself. At least let them fuck before she fucking kills herself. Jesus. They flash back to the season one episode where they did have sex in his hotel room and he had no shirt on. And yes. I was like, I love that they're playing this scene again. So he's so hot. Now so that's our old Robin. Now we have our new Robin. We have Tim Drake, who I just keeps like getting real horny around to the, also, the guy from Star he Labs. He's clearly put on like 20 pounds of muscle since. The oh, my God. Season. He's jacked now. Yes. And I'm like not complaining. The problem Not at is all. he's in love with Jay the character. Like yes. the one who's like, I want to go buy science and I have all these little machines and it's wearing thin on me. I like watching yeah. them fuck, but he's just like, we need to do this. I have a hunch that this will work. No, we need to go back to the lab and I don't care that your friends well, are about to die. Because we need to think of science, not feelings. And I'm like, Ugh. this whole Robin is a very intuitive character. Like he does a lot with his intuition. And then you've got the guy who is like anti-intuition. He's just data and analysis. And I can see, you know, interesting putting those two people together. But you don't have to fight about that very thing all the time. Yeah, let's move on. Or I would love it if he's like science. And then you no, know, it would have been great when he's like, I know we need to save your friends, but I'm going back to the lab to get science. And then fucking Robin went up and just fucking put his hands down his pants and grabbed his crotch. And he's like, you want to fucking talk about science? And he's like, okay, daddy, I'll do whatever you say. That's right. That's what I want to You're going to go where I tell you to go. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. You're my little yeah, fucking does that bitch hurt? now. You're my bitch boy. Yep. Open up that bussy. Absolutely. That'll be in the finale. <laughs> I know. That'll be in the finale as well. My bussy daddy. That will be in the finale. Also, speaking of my bussy, um, Superboy. Wow. So evil. I'm just, it's so weird though. That's another thing that doesn't make sense is he's kind of like, what's the guy um, from Vampire Diaries? What's his name? There's Mother Mother Mayhem and then and Brother Blood. Brother Blood. So anyway, he's like, we need to just kill Brother Blood. We need to kill Brother Blood. And they're like, no, don't kill Brother Blood. We need to save him. He's like, you know, Raven's half brother. We can't kill him. He's like, no, we have to kill him or otherwise he's going to become the big bad. He becomes the big bad. And he's like, I told you we should have killed him. And then he goes and meets him and he's like, let's team up. I'm let's like, make a deal. Wait, what? You wanted to kill him. I so I'm like I'm I am confusion. I, I don't, don't think I Superboy don't knows. Superboy doesn't know what he wants. Superboy is lost. He is a lost little boy. You you shaving your head does not make you Lex Luthor. Does not make you Lex Luthor. Um and I wish they didn't do that to him. And then also it feels like the only person who has like two fucking cents going around is fucking Raven. Raven, which is r ridiculous cuz she always she was the most always clueless an, she was character. an idiot. And so fucking <laughs> And so then uh, Brother Blood goes and he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, don't you see we're connected? When you cut me, you get cut. When you when she's going to have you kill me because then you will die too. She only wants you to raise up Trigon and then you're dead. Then they'll kill you. No one gives a shit about you. And then he's like, you're lying. How could you lie? And I'm just like, you're lying. oh my God, these people are so stupid. I was like, it's literally like just sit. It's like talking to Republicans. I'm just like misinformation like listen look at the facts it's so obvious it was i was just screaming 
at the TV. Yeah. Like you're an well, idiot. It's just, they're, that's what I mean. Like they're just going through motions and like a lot of it doesn't make sense. So, and there's just these little moments like they established the two townsfolk, the, the woman and the man who kidnapped oh, Raven okay. yeah. and were scared. Are you going to talk about the deafness of them? Yeah. Well, yes. Like, first of all, it turns out this music is controlling everyone in the town and they're like, well, how come it's not controlling you? And they're like, well, we're deaf. <laughs> and it's like, you are? Like, you've just been operating. Like, like you've never... And here's the deal. There's never been there's anything be to suggest that Let's you see don't a little hearing. bit of sign language. And also, maybe don't have conversations where people are clearly one person is not, not facing at you, at you <laughs> and you still know what they're saying. I was yelling at my team. Yes. The, she, the guy is looking up at this guy and she's talking to him. And, and he's, he's answering well, her. And I'm like, I thought you were fucking deaf. How the fuck is, <laughs> are you having a conversation like this? Oh, Titans. They're like, we just wrap it up, wrap it up. It felt very Rachel Dolezal. Like, well, I'm black. And I'm it like, was, I'm cool. <laughs> shenanigans there's there's never been <laughs> any sign that these characters are deaf except they said we're deaf and it, but then you're behaving like people with hearing it's so or at least but then it was like people there are deaf people like that but they have like cochlear implants or right. these people just can't hear signing they can't a hear little music. bit or they're like or give me at least a little hey or turn your head to contact. me turn your head to me i didn't hear what you were saying it was just, I felt it was a little offensive to the, the hearing it impaired. Was so <laughs> it was horrible. It was like, we uh, the hearing impaired can do anything, including hearing, apparently. Hear. Like, it just made no sense. It was like, get a real, I couldn't get a real fucking deaf. even looking. Because if you think about it, they had an actual deaf person, a deaf trans person on the show in season two. Yes. Who they wasted, by the and way. And then just murdered off. And then they're like, let's get some more fake deaf people. Give me a goddamn break. <sighs> oh, my God. Not right <laughs> after. Not after Coda won the Oscar. We have a deaf winning best right. supporting actor. Get him to be in the goddamn thing. Not after Troy Cutsor. I couldn't believe he wasn't even looking at her. And he's like, yeah, I know what you mean. I know. How? I How did you even know she was I talking? I was yelling at the exact same moment about that. <laughs> horrifying horrible oh my god yeah this show just needs to wrap up man where's doom patrol yeah i bet you the budget's cut on that one too i where's peacemaker that's the one i am excited to see right oh i um oh shit i should talk about it in another episode i read the new doom patrol Oh, okay. And it ends with um, Peacemaker being the surprise villain. Oh, fun. At the end. Fun. Fun, fun. I will say, I want to bring up another show because you need to start watching and I want us to talk about it. Okay. It is an A23 TV show on Netflix called Beef. Beef. Um, Ali Wong and Steven Yeun. It's... Love them both. Great. I, they're such great. I mean, Oscar-nominated actor... The, the the person the character who was so beloved that he destroyed the walking dead franchise single-handedly yeah um i wish someone would a i want if i ever interviewed i'd be like does it feel good that after you got murdered everyone just basically hated the show the walking dead after that i want to yeah. know what he thinks about it's the that. thing that made me end the walking dead oh well it made me end it in the comic i stopped watching it and in the comic when i read Absolutely. it in the comic i was like oh this is going to happen in the tv show nope but anyway, nope. Beef 
and it's also uh, as someone who sometimes experiences um, rage when someone talks to me in a rude way, like a, when a when a stranger talks to me. In a oh rude way, yeah. I was recently at the Eagle, and I was sitting because I have long COVID, so I can't stand for hours on end. So I had to pull up a stool, and I pulled up the stool up against um, a stand where the go-go dancers were dancing and next to a trash can so that I was out of the way. Some drunk 50-year-old leather-bound homosexual wanted oh. to move, ha- wanted to push me and my chair out of the way so he could squeeze in between me and the stand and the trash can to find a new secret way to get to the other side. Oh my and God. I was like, move, just move the on the other side of me. I'm up against a wall and he was pushing me and he's like, fucking move, fucking get up, you lazy asshole. And I was like, oh, my God, I was like, and then I finally moved out of the way and he saw that he walked into a corner and couldn't go anywhere. And then he's like, oh, uh, and I was like, you're and I was just I was like, fuck you. And he was like, fuck you. And then everyone was like, calm down, calm down. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to get his license plate number. I'm then going to go to his house. And I'm going to slash his tires. Oh, you're going to beef him. Yeah. I'm then going to go to a bathhouse, fuck everyone until I have every STD. Then I'm going to fuck him and give him every STD. There you go. I was like plotting. And so then the show beef comes along and I'm like, oh, okay. Don't do any of this. (laughs) It's basically, it all starts with just literally someone pulling out of a parking lot and someone honking at them like, you're pulling out too fast. And then they flip them off. And then the other one's like, oh, you fucking flip me off. I'll fucking follow you. You fucking bitch. Yeah. And then they go on an insane car chase. And then it's literally, they just keep on trying to destroy each other's lives after that. It's I can't wait. Amazing. It's so good. And once again, if you only want to watch for eye candy, the Steven Yoon's brother and Ali Wong's husband are literally will give you shower nozzle masturbatory fantasies for weeks. For weeks. They are so hot. Oh. Oh. Oh, I can't wait. It's a great show. It's a great show. And it also that just tells fantastic. you be careful with road rage cuz I also I was I the last time I gave someone Girl, a finger, I got chased in my car. Don't yeah, you? I'm saying my I was raised by the most road rageous person on the planet. My mother. Oh I yeah, learned my the mom word taught me how my to mother. give a finger when driving. Yeah, so yeah. The and then I've seen my sister on the road. I've seen my sister get out of her car and like approach a car of four women who would have murdered her because like same kind of deal, like pulling out of a parking spot, like some bullshit in a parking lot, like. My sister undoes her seatbelt. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she like gets out of her car and starts screaming. I'm like, what the, get the fuck back in the car. Yeah, I was in a parking lot recently and all I did was just pull out. And, uh, but it was almost similar to the show, but this woman was just breezing by and felt that I just pulled out too fast. And I saw her, she just leaned on her horn and just kept it. It was kept on the horn and I saw through the window Spittle coming out of her mouth. I'm like, we're all going five miles an hour in a parking lot. Five miles an hour. There is no, even if we hit each other, no damage is being done anywhere. So I I three point turn my way out 
and roll down the window. And I just, as long as the horn was honking, I held out my middle finger. I held out my middle finger to her. Good. And I looked Teach back her and, and purple, her face is purple, spitting with rage. And she started following me and I was on my way home. She's turning oh every God. turn and honking, still honking. And I'm like, oh, she's trying to get to my house. So then I just started turning down every time I saw a street, I turned down it. Every time I Good. saw a street, I turned down it. And then I see a light and I just slow down. I'm going two miles an hour approaching this light and she's honking honking and as the light turns yellow i can tell she's about to Go. stop i floored it and left Got her it. at the red light and i flipped her the bird again and i was like oh honey don't try me don't try me i have inner rage that you do not even that the pandemic has she not let out yet. such a scream but over over something so stupid. But yeah, but be careful because there's crazy people. Like she could have had a gun. She could have like got. I mean, you don't know what people people are crazy. So I will say that story. Don't do what I did. It don't is a do bad it. Idea. Take the high road. Yeah. Less people. Yeah. Oh, just keep right, the windows friends. up and then scream. Yeah, blast music. Yeah. Eat an edible. Not while you're driving though. Don't Annette Benning it. Don't um. American Beauty and Annette Benning it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Just be careful, okay? And be careful when you're reading comics and going to see comic book-based comic books. Uh, why? TV why? What would happen? Because if you read comics, well, then that... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm telling you this. What? If you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. queer. Oh, no. I'm queer. Bye. 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 Bye.